Hey, oh, it's Omni Dog. <laughs> My mask is already packed away. So I found the menu for the <laughs> No Way Home pumpkin spice bomb shake. I think I might have had that actually. Is that Green Goblin loaded pizza? Is that what that's in there? Yeah, uh, yeah. This was at the Alamo back in January. I think we forgot this movie came out this year. That sounds good. That Green Goblin pizza. <laughs> uh, okay, your boy is exhausted, but Tasty yeah. Melon was first, like within seconds of my putting this up, because I totally forgot to put it up that I was running the show. Rising Phoenix, Jesse Staywood, NFL Dude, Axe Buddy. Thanks, Sazmurf. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, how are you, True Graphic Novel? How was your Christmas, Lou? It was good. Yeah, it was great, man. You know, we had the family over. We had um, extended family over and stuff like that. But overall, we had a great time. We, uh, I got workout clothes, which is really what I needed the most. Ah, okay, good. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, it was, um, my daughter was traumatized, of course, because it's the last Christmas in this house. Mm -hmm. uh, the bat caves all packed up. Um, so that's why I'm out here with the spider mask menu mask. And uh, yeah, we we make it last forever. Even stocking stuffers get opened one at a time. <laughs> so it's kind of an all day thing. Yeah, it ended at 10 p.m. this time. It, it includes like a requisite two hour nap that everybody rests in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, that's right. It is that time again. It's the Omni's, uh, evening con. There's Larry's library. True graphic novel got volumes one through four of ice cream, man. Nice. Chris Nort, Mary, Mary, Omni dudes. Uh Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Rodimus challenging me as the leading Hispanic in the comic community to pronounce Espanol. Buenas noches, se que vivan los alumni hermanos y que el año nuevo los llene de bendiciones y cosas buenas. You've been practicing. <laughs> that was that was clear. Really? Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, you you nailed that one. That was probably the best one yet. Wow! Right on. Thanks, Rodimus. Yeah, that, I'm, I am impressed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I think he's saying good evening to the Omni Bros. Uh, Happy New Year and uh, uh, blessings on your new house. Uh, blessings and good good tidings, basically, to you guys in the new year. That's, that's the sum of it. You got the gist of it. Oh, well, Rodimus said I nailed the pronunciation, which is what he's going for. Oh, he hit the N with finesse, the N with the tilde over it. There you go. Yes. Right <laughs> on, Rodimus. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Wait, what, I forget what. Oh, the año. Año. Año nuevo. Right on. Thanks, Rodimus. I'm genuinely impressed. <laughs> that's that's awesome. awesome. Right. So this is... The, uh, okay, wait. We have banners for everything. We're going to be going over Best Publisher. Yes. 
Best Artist. Mm-hmm. Best Writer. Yes. Best One Shot. Mm-hmm. Best Mini Series. Right. Best Ongoing Series. Wait, where's Best Collected Edition? Isn't that one? That is one. Yeah. Do we not have one? No. Uh, wait, Best Ongoing Series, Surprise of the Year. Oh, Best Collected Edition comes after the Golden Abrams Award. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, and of course, notice the cool background. Because uh, I think Gio created it. He's so good at that. Mm-hmm. So, we are waiting for Gabe. Uh, I mean, I guess we could... <laughs> Give us a fast review of that jukebox in the back. Plays 45s. A lot of them are my 45s. Uh, it's being sold in the estate, estate sale because there's no room for this or the pinball machine in the new house. And above it is a signed photo of Adam West. The first appearance of Batgirl. The second appearance of Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Batgirl. Hmm. And it plays 45s and can get really loud. So there you go, Rodimus. Oh, there's YP. What up, dude? I think YP has been uh, communicating with me on my... um gmail account have i been giving you good advice yp oh a boxing day haul i got last god good book one of the Fellspire chronicles yes it's awesome huge fantasy fan and this seemed right up my alley have you read that lou no i haven't uh the Fellspire chronicles by phil kennedy no it Is had it gorgeous art and it was released in a a, a standard sized hardcover that thing is screaming for an absolute the art well the story's fantastic the uh the lore that he puts into it he created his own music the guy's a musician in the military maybe the navy oh i've heard of this yes yes yes, yes, he yes. his own music and the interstitials are part of the lore so the more you read of the interstitial stories um the the more the, i'm sorry not the more deeper <laughs> the deeper you get into the fantasy and i forget who does the artwork um I, it's somebody famous and i'm just blanking but i'm sure omni <laughs> omni maddie's fault too <laughs> what is the best omnibus ever thank you kindly <laughs> omni maddie's fault i mean I- it's a joke comment, but what's the best think, omnibus ever? I think there's a strong contender in the Walter Simonson Thor omnibus. Hmm. Okay. I, I think there's uh, something strong there. The uh, color was great. They, they recolored that, and it was beautifully done. All my books are packed up, and I I need visuals. Uh. Uh. Omnibus. Omnibus. Clone Saga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a surprise visitor. 
I'm here to tell you that the best omnibus is the Jeff Johns Aquaman omnibus from DC Comics. That's it. <laughs> you can't leave now. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm here. I'm back here and run this show. Is this going to be like the Oscars where we have special guest presenters? <laughs> uh, I'm only here. I, I wasn't supposed to be on, but I have some digital codes, and I was wondering if the chat wanted them. Oh, that's, that's why I'm here. Oh, weird. sure. Oh, does the chat want codes? Let me know. This is a good one. All new Wolverine. Don't at me. I love that it's don't at me. Even I do that now. I'm hip. I'm young. I'm aware. I'm will, Tyler, will Tyler Blunt be presenting the Golden Omni? Is that, <laughs> is that where we're going? <laughs> Maybe. Elar Bloon. Uh, because I don't have a better answer, I agree with Max. All new Wolverine. I loved everything about it. It made me really have a manly crush on Tom Taylor. Uh, here, okay. This is a good one. Oz, that's not bad. Um, the artwork's fine, but the story is fantastic. It gives us Honey Badger, who is awesome. And I mean, you could end it there, but the story really fleshes out Laura and yeah, I'm I'm there with you, Max. But that Thor book is a strong contender, and Omnimad's fault. Ask some more that's questions. Awesome. I want to keep hi highlighting. I love your that name. name. That, that's <laughs> a great name. Yeah. All right, Gio, what do you got, man? Uh, I got a digital code for Spider-Man No Way Home. If anybody wants Ooh. it, I'm gonna flash it on the screen for a minute. Oh. And uh, first come, first serve. If you take it, make sure you tell us. Yeah, don't be a douche, Ganoush. Let us know. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, is, it, is you it need to a little closer. You Wait, let me, closer. let me take us off. Oh. Nope. There we go. Uh, there we go. Got it. All right. That's the code. That's the code right there. Somebody can grab that before the end of the show. Let us know. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another strong. Okay. Chris thinks it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume 1. Rodimus. Gotham Central. That is a strong choice brew baker and rucka that's a very good one santa leaves out cookies for omni dog on christmas eve thank you natural bridge that's a great one but a sasmurf chooses hulk by peter david volume two and Lionheart's chiming in the last ronin hardcover is the best read of 2022 nice, nice. good choices uh i got a second code Last one, if that's all right. Dude, all are you popping out after this? Yes, I am. I got. I, I'm. I'm doing something else. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I wasn't no, supposed not. to be on tonight. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not no, no. I, I have some family stuff I'm doing, but no, um, you're not. No, blow off your family for an hour. What the hell are you talking about? No, I can't. Um, Ugh, responsible Geo is the worst. Yeah. Geo. Sorry. All right. Here is the second code. This one. What the hell is this for? Uh, Sonic. I got the Sonic movie. Even though I said it's it's a horrible adaptation, 
I found it on Black Friday for like eight bucks. So I got it for, I don't know, because I hate myself. But here's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's 4K, Blu-ray, whatever. Here's the code. ParamountMovies.com and you redeem the code. So if you get it, uh, let me know or let us know in the comments. <laughs> Whoop. Hell. Get back on there. That was hilarious. Thanks, Jim. Um, yeah. Hulk. By Peter David, Volume 2, Best Hulk Omnibus. Uh, Larry says, ooh, Daredevil by Frank Miller. Solid choice. It's a good choice. I did not pre-order this, but I will buy it when it comes out. Up, oh, Rodimus says, thanks, Geo. Did you get it, Rodimus? Which one did you get, Rod? That's yeah. awesome. Demus. Gotta add that for 2022, Venom by Cates is so good. First Omni I almost finished in two days. Nice. That's a good uh, recommendation or something. You remember when we had the, uh, was it the Rye Commendations? Something Rye like that? Commendations, yeah. Yeah, but Riley's not on here anymore. So now we got to do something else. And he's only reading manga. Yeah, he's manga. only on Thursdays. So. so, yeah, I don't even know that he's reading Western style. Oh. He didn't, um, but thanks for giving those out to the community. Somebody else will grab them in the uh, replay. Uh, I'm streaming from the old vault. Uh, the Batcave is all packed up next, imagine. And so everything that you see behind me is for sale. Well, not the art, but the, everything else is for sale including the old TV over there, the tube TV with something oh. in front of it that I found on the side of the road. Wow. I know. I shouldn't sell that, but I don't think there's I, room for it. Place. You shouldn't have. Yeah. I haven't sold it yet. Keep it. Or or keep it in a storage unit or something. I don't know. That is a, that is a retro game. Because it's, screen. yeah, that looks pretty rare. It's a tube TV, so I'd have to get it. I mean, the tube is, a big tube is broken in it. Uh, that's why they were throwing it out. This was like 1995 that I was running by the house and I saw that and one of those old, uh, you guys are too young to remember this, Those there was these old console units that had a TV in them and speakers and a record player on top. And they were all one thing. We had one when I was growing up and that was by the side of the road too. Wow. I ran back home, got my car, Came back, it was out for trash day, unscrewed the legs on that boss old TV, came back for the uh, console, it had been picked up. Oh, damn. So I don't know where I would have put it anyway, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, next imagine a short answer, old place, back cave packed up, nobody cares, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for the did, question. Did you sell the uh, pinball table? machine it um it's over there i just had pinball paul completely redo it everything Ooh. is completely fixed in it now nice it's the centerpiece of the estate sale that's what's going to draw the people in that's awesome the estate if sale. If were around the area i would i would buy the machine and i would uh get it for myself if you lived here i would give it to you oh uh -huh. 
I would have, I know I would give you something back because it's too expensive, but. Okay, I would take a case of Cameo cookies, but you couldn't get them if you lived here. Yeah, I need to, damn it, I forgot to send you the box. Don't worry about it. I don't. I'll work it out with your new address next year. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, wait. Best manga is Helsing Volumes 1 through 3, says Mr. Tex. Peace and love. We are going to talk about the best manga of 2022 uh, tomorrow. Um, Tasty oh, Melon says it's Rooster Fighter. I'm not going to say anything, but Rooster Fighter is pretty awesome. Tasty Melon, I agree. Yeah, okay, why is there no say? cameo cookies? Ah, that's crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's a regional thing. Similar to like something you might find in Texas. You won't find it in here. Pours out an invisible 40 ounce of root beer for the old vault. Thank you, buddy. Solicon, this was such an awesome year for Omnis. Can't believe we got Catwoman by Brubaker. Darwin Cook was such a treasure. And we got mm-hmm. the, um, the book that he did of that detective guy. Parker Martini something. I don't have it in me. It's such a beautiful collection. Oh, yeah. Most of them. Oh, my God. Oh, and Silicon says, but by far the biggest surprise was Miracle Man. I'm even doing a giveaway for it right now. How did we even get that? That's great. That's a good choice. Miracle Man was fantastic. Nice. Giveaway for it right now. All right, everybody. Nice. Mexican Coke reappeared at Costco near me last week. I also found root beer and vanilla float at Walmart today. Yeah, we are we are feeling a Costco trip coming pretty soon in our future. So. Is that going to include the chicken bake? <laughs> yes, it is. My wife just said yes, it is. Oh, nice. They have lemon bars right now. Ice cream. Okay. They have lemon bars right now, and that's like the number one thing she's wants to get. Wait, what? They've got what? Lemon bars. In the pastry section, baby. Sure. She's I think every warehouse is different. Like they put it in different yeah, she says every. I don't know if you heard her. She says every warehouse is different. They put it in the uh, different area, but apparently they're delicious. The lemon bars. And it depends on state. Oh, it depends on the state. Sounds good. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. Let me take us off. Brought to you by Costco. Muted you for some reason. Okay. See, life is a lot easier when you're here running the show, Gio. You know, it it is almost that time of the year, too, where it's almost Girl Scout cookie season. Uh oh. Hell (laughs) yeah. Who's next uh, uh, um, addiction? Oh, it was terrible last year. I don't, I don't. What 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 were your favorites from last year? Jesus, I forgot. Um, We went hard in the paint for Girl Scout cookies last year, though. It was pretty bad. You were flipping your daughter 20s like repeatedly. It, she was my, yeah, she was a pusher. Yeah. <laughs> case. You had a pusher living in the house with you. <laughs> uh oh. This doesn't sound good. My wife tried to buy us some Mexican wedding cookies, and instead we got these visually similar things that taste like, ooh, black licorice, WTF. That is terrible. If you get a chance, that sounds like a bad prank. Mexican candy is delicious. It's covered in tahini, a lot of it, but it is so good. I will admit, I kind of like 
black licorice. Do you? A little bit. Okay. They're no inhumans omnibus for you. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. I was going to change my name for the show. Wait a minute. Okay. While you're doing that, here's my buddy Super Laugh Hard. Hope you all had a good crimbo. I did, whatever that is. Just will you do a tour video of your new space? Yes, I have a goodbye video already filmed for the whole space. And then I will have a hello video for the new space. Good question, Lionheart. I'm not going to change the name. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody will then be mad and it's, it's going to stir up some controversy. No, no. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. The chat doesn't know. But I, I looked up, again, the definition for it just in case. And I'm like, I don't want People get upset with. Uh, forget, can you send in the private chat what what you're talking about? I don't remember that. The exceptionalism. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't remember that. I was gonna do it, but then I realized no, because then somebody oh. would get mad. They would accuse us of stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that. <laughs> that was my highlight of the year. That was one of my favorite moments this year. <laughs> and it didn't even happen on this channel. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you guys felt the blowback, though. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we did. And the thing is, the person that was accused of this is generally one of the sweetest and most tolerant people that we know. And for them to be accused of this was just the dumbest. Well, thank you for including me in that. <laughs> uh, wait, okay, yeah, Joker, criminal, Joker, Harley, criminal insanity, fantastic read. Totally agree, Mister Tax. Uh, obligatory chicken bacon hot dog combo. Nice. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm going back to Costco. <laughs> I think the chat really likes to talk about Costco. I, I mean, you guys might do a spinoff on groceries and buying stuff and Costco because that was a hit a couple weeks ago. I Yeah. I told you we need to do a ranking show of Costco, Publix, and all that stuff. I think the chat is super up for it. I, I genuinely think it would. I think it would be not as bad as the Pop-Tart episode, but I think it might How be. How dare okay. you? How dare you say that? You know, they talked about Mad Libs was way worse than the Pop-Tart episode. They talk shit about it in the chat, but they still talk about it, so we must have <laughs> had an effect on them. Mad Libs was Riley and I being two blind guys totally in the dark groping for a topic mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any, i, I did the thumbnail for that christmas gift this year what let, was let me find the thumbnail for that christmas gift this year uh so your workout suit lou no i mean as as corny as it sounds because we didn't do much this year uh, it's probably my daughter honestly as kind of cheesy as it sounds but a little baby daughter that was just born yeah, she's probably the best Christmas gift I got this year. Are you ready to tell the chat that her name is Baby Jessica? No, her name is not Baby Jessica. Rat bastard! Nobody's naming their kids after me. What the hell? Sorry, pal. Maybe the next one, if we have another one. Oh, you're having another one. And it's going to be Jessica. It might happen, Jess. <laughs> My wife might be up for that, actually. <laughs> I, if I get really good at the mouth harp, that's even been packed away, so I don't even have it. Oh damn! Get the app. 
for the uh, mouth harp. There's an app? Yeah, I used it once when you were away for a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I played it through my phone. I don't have it here right now, but you can download it on iPhone. I, I don't think that. I do that. That was not the same. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a pale imitation. Costco membership, you make it up in like the first tank of gas now if you have a gas station. Costco's gas is like 50 cents less than any place else. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. What was my... Look at this. These now this I want I want to say this was me uh, just uh, bored and uh, wanting to do a quick thumbnail, so I went for the dumbest option available, and that's what happened. This I is the famous thumbnail it. for the Mad Lib. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening to this after and are listening through to it as a podcast, Geo has superimposed Omni Dog's face into Batman's body. And Riley's face into Captain America's body. With sunglasses. With sunglasses. With like the Falcon sunglasses. Yep. Beautiful. This is, this is art. Thank you. And I got Star Wars Mad Libs for Christmas. And I suggested Riley and I do it for another show. And oh, I didn't yeah. get very much support for it. It's a little disappointing. I still want to do a gaming stream on here at some point. Not on a Monday or a Wednesday. Something else. Like a Friday. Because I think uh, the chat would really love uh, us fighting over uh, whether it be Mario Kart or oh. Mario Party or whatever. Well, I got Mario Party for Christmas. I need to get the Mario Party game. I promise you I will get it next year. Early next year I will get it. Same. Okay. I think I agree that we should do that like on a Friday night. Stream yeah, our, us playing Mario Party. That would be a blast. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's I would like that. Let's see if I can find the other thumbnail that I want to show. <laughs> Max, I kept hearing about the Mad Libs episode, so I went back and checked it out. One out of ten. Would not recommend. Made me aggressively bored. Must <laughs> be the general opinion of it. I mean, the audience has to know we were the trendsetters. Uh, we started this show what 2016, and I, I. I want to keep myself humble, but I will admit, without us, the landscape of the YouTube uh, comic book community would be very different in 2022. <laughs> and it's very hard to maintain a podcast after so many years and coming up with new ideas week after week. So, Oh, here's a good one. Riley needs to break out that Raspberry Pi and fight that table again. That was another great episode. So I'm now looking at the comments right now. Uh, yeah. Which one? Mad, Mad Libs episode? Kenneth Crowley, God bless you, man. He's at the top, and it says, great show as always, guys. Love you, buddy. Oh, 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 you went, oh, okay, I see you went back. Uh, yeah, this is true. Wawa food is great. Cheap gas as well. You get to make your own sandwich on their homemade bread. They have awesome milkshakes. It's a gas station. Not a gas station casino, but a gas station that has fabulous sandwiches and milkshakes. Uh, here is another fantastic. There we go. That was not me, by the way. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that somebody that's joining us soon. Yes. Uh, I want to show you the Pop-Tarts thumbnail that I made back in. <laughs> this was, let's see, uh, four years ago. 
Jesus. Have we been doing this that long? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> you were on the Pop-Tarts episode, Lou. I thought it was yeah. just me and Riley. No, I was on the Pop-Tarts episode. Yeah. I want a Pop-Tart now. Yes. I was with my ex at the time. Yeah, I was with my ex at the time. Oh, okay. This show has lasted longer than my last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. You're in it now, though, dude. Oh, I'm loving it. I yeah. We have here in NC, we don't have Wawa. We have Sheets. Sheets is also good. We have both Wawa and Sheets, and they're in a major battle to create the perfect sandwich, the best soup, and the best milkshake. And I am the big winner. I said it on our chat. I think those are the fakest names for stores that I've ever heard. Which but Wawa I believe either they exist. Wawa, you know? Sheets, like what, what's happening here? That they run out of ideas? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they got Wawa. But Wawa, Super Wawa, Laugh Hard, his fave reads, various Batman, Cromwell Stone, which he sent to me, All New Wolverine, The Flintstones, and Judge Dredd. Good choices. Very good choices, man. Controversial opinion. Brown sugar and cinnamon are the best. Pop-Tarts? I feel like that was... I wonder... Okay, here's... Where's James? James, where are you? Because I was going to ask you to... Well, no, it's not a search. But, like, what were the very... I feel like brown sugar and cinnamon was one of the very first Pop-Tarts. Well, well, I guess Gio's the fastest Googler. Can you wait, Google? wait, sorry. I wasn't listening. What are oh, we looking for? <laughs> I was reading something. Gio's like, I'm not even supposed to be on this show. Anyway, I, I think it's fine. Um, what am I what were the for? very first Pop-Tarts created? Because I first feel like brown sugar and cinnamon was like one uh, of the The first Pop-Tarts came in four flavors. Strawberry, blueberry, brown sugar cinnamon, and apple... Uh, Apple? No, Apple? Okay. What year do you remember? Does it say? Uh, 1964. <laughs> wow. I unfrosted. It was no. uh, originally unfrosted when it first introduced in 1964. It was later determined that frosting could withstand the toaster, and the first frosted Pop Tarts were released in 1967. And wow. I will put frosting on a Pop Tart up against the iPhone as the greatest inventions ever up there are pretty wild and air conditioning now if we're talking instant oatmeal oh probably. apple current sorry that was a flavor oh yeah it had raisins in it it's <laughs> pretty gnarly <laughs> it was awful what about instant oatmeal brown sugar is the go-to for me where'd he go i think we lost him for a second like if I have to choose, I always go for brown sugar because I think it's a solid choice. And I do two packs. I can't do just one. Yeah, I'm with you there. I like instant oatmeal. Mm. Uh, frosted strawberry for Raphael. We're going to turn this into a Pop Tarts episode. Just it's, you wait. It's sliding into it slowly. <laughs> Anything with raisins. Am I right, Rodimus? Oh yeah. Uh, best collection are those Selma gifts. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's one chain called Come and Go. I'm not lying. Wow. I, ooh, I hope we make it through the censors for that one. You guys have been responsible for thousands of dollars spent on comics, both through here and the old group. 
Okay, who just except raisinets? Yeah, raisinets are good. Ugh. Wildberry pop. Okay, pop tart episode happening right now. Wildberry are good pop tarts as well. Pop tarts arrived in the UK. Many folk burned their mouths and it made the news. You know why I have trust issues? Because <laughs> I have been funny. I have been fooled into eating chocolate chip cookies, but it turns out they're raisin cookies. Oh, that's why I have trust issues. That, that is traumatic. Was that a childhood thing or a grown-up thing? It was a childhood thing. It's terrible. Oh, no, I don't. I don't see how you how you. Uh... Here's Gabe. Yo, yo, what up? How's so, it going? Where's oh. the... Well, we're doing an impromptu. Pop Tarts episode before we get to the Omnis. Brown sugar and cinnamon with butter on top. That's too much work for a Pop Tart. Just put it in a toaster. Is the most no, you I ever need to do. To he's toasting it and then buttering it, which sounds really good. That's too much work. That's like that's like a prison uh, ramen where you put like eggs in it and all mm -hmm. kinds of other contraptions and stuff like that, and you cook it in the toilet. It's way too much. Here in Puerto Rico, it's hard to find the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts as well. We don't have diet Dr. Pepper. Uh, uh, Lionheart so, says, "What's up, Gabe?" Lionheart, what's up, brother? Best, or at least my favorite pop tart is—is is it double fudge? I like the, I think it's a double fudge one. Oh, with fudge. chocolate frosting with a chocolate pop tart. It's all chocolate. Like the crust yeah. is chocolate. There's a there's a there's a the chocolate skin chocolate. mark on the top. Inside's all chocolate or fudge. Yeah. I've been to Bucky's when I visited Riley in um, Texas. I we don't have those weird restaurant or gas station bodega thingies like you guys have. Like we don't have like Bucky's. We don't have Wawa's. We don't have Sheets. We don't have a Piggly Wiggly. Well, I was surprised when you came down here how, how tough it was when you went back to get a Cuban sandwich in Vegas. I'm like, really? Yeah, I I still haven't found one as good as that. That place she took me, Junior's or no, Junior's was the stoner place. Yeah, it was the burger place. Yeah, it was the burger hot dog place that I never. It's got. the burger hot dog place, but it's, just, it's stoner food. It's burger hot dogs and potato chips and all the random stuff you put in it. It's weird. All put together, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was really good. That sounds good. Family Guy's song "Did You Ever Put Butter on a Pop Tart" is the best. YouTube search that. Okay, I will. Dude, I haven't watched Family Guy since probably like 2007. Same. But I did love it when I watched it. Same. Oh, I loved it when it first came out and then it got canceled or like, yeah. And there was like, there was like, you know, because it was controversial at the time. I remember they canceled it and then brought it back a couple years later. And then canceled it again and brought it back because of the. Did it, did it happen again? It's so funny. Yeah, yet South Park has never had any issues like that. South Park's king. South Park is king. Uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes, we have those here. They only are when the lights on. When that lights on, oh, I yeah. make an immediate right hand turn through the traffic. Hot yeah, the hot light, man. Yeah, yeah, the hot light. That that's on their app if the lights on or not. <laughs> and it's so, dangerous. I went to I went to uh, Krispy Kreme once, and it was like you order your 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 order of donuts, and then while you're waiting for thirty seconds, you go, "Hey, do you want a donut while you're waiting?" I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> So let's order one donut at a time and get two. Uh-oh, uh a serious question. 
from Raphael. Not released this year, but I finally read Kill or Be Killed. Now I need more Brubaker and Phillips in my life. What do you recommend as a next reading? There's a list of 10. What have you read of uh, Brubaker and Phillips? Sorry? I was going to ask him. I want to know what he's read. So don't, we don't recommend stuff that he. I don't. It sounds like that's the first thing he's read by them. I was oh, okay. Say, I think the assumption here is that he's only read this. Yeah. And okay. I would go. So it's, it's, it flips back and forth for me. I would say the fade out. Ooh. Um, such a good book. It would go between the fade out or fatal because fatal is a great horror story. Yeah. But yeah. if you are a sucker for classic Hollywood, uh, Fade Out is brilliant. Fade Out is great. I would recommend Criminal because you're going to spend the most money on that three volumes. And I want not you just, to spend your money. Not not just that, but there's spinoffs of Criminal and stuff too. Yeah. Like all those little tiny small hardcover things and stuff like that. Those are spinoffs. Jess, yeah. you stole one of my, my, my picks. I was, I was going to recommend... Uh, Criminal also because that's just one of the best crime steal, comics. You're sharing it. Oh, there um, you go. You're sharing it. Is uh, Brew Baker and Steve Epting? But I will also accept that as a great. Ooh, goody! Time for my pain treatment. Mm-hmm. Live um, on the show, everybody. Let's see. Oh, Derek's checking in. Hey, Derek. Oh, but I'll say criminal, and then. Oh, dang it. What was the name of it? Just came out. Um, Reckless? Reckless? No, the uh, cowboy one. Oh, Pope. 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 Yeah, Pope was great. I, I don't, I don't know that you can go wrong, Raphael, with anything. You could just cover your eyes and poke at the yeah. section, and whatever book by those guys, it's almost. I, no, it is guaranteed that you'll love it. I, I really don't know that those guys have ever missed on anything. They're the best team in comics, almost period, it feels like. I yeah. I would not even argue with that. It, I, it's, it's so consistent, it's almost boring at this point. <laughs> it's almost, it's so good. It's one of those things where it's so good that you just expect it, and then it's not as good, but it, it's still good. Like, I think even uh, uh, Cleveland Brown mentioned it just now. Uh, they The reprint for Sleeper, the Sleeper Omnibus came out. And that's a really great uh, Wildstorm DC uh, series. That man, that Omni was out of print forever, but that's such yeah. a good, good, great story. Uh, Phillips is different, I think, in there. I don't think he's doing the inkwashy style like he kind of does yeah. now. I think but... it's early Phillips, right? What's that? Yeah, it's, it's early, early Phillips. Phillips. It's like their first team up. I, I think that's their first collaboration, and it was. It was great. It's such yeah. a fun series. It's been a while since I read it. I got to really get back I, into it. But I just read it earlier this year, and I loved it. Or I read it at the end of last year. I'll have to look at my Goodreads. But recently, that, probably more recent than I have. That has one of those endings that uh, towards when when you finish it, I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, it, it not in a bad way. It's it's an amazing ending, but ooh, yeah, mixed feelings on that one. Yeah, I can't look at my Brubaker shelf, but I also know that I liked Incognito a lot and Scene of the Crime. Incognito was great. Even like, like I was saying, even those, those little uh, criminal books, like All My Heroes Are Junkies. Yeah. Um, good. What was the other one when I just came out that was like the black? Bad, 
bad day at the con or something bad. Uh, it's about that artist at the Comic Con. Yeah, but either way, like if, if 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 there was some way to like randomly purchase something on like IST or something like that, and it, and you could just set it for Boo Baker and Phillips, and it just gave you a random book, you'd be happy with it. Yeah, yeah. There's no missing. My favorite story ever. Ooh, Cruel Summer, right? That was a good one. Right. That's in the criminal universe. That's yes. like a real spinoff. Those other ones are contained in the criminal books. But my Heroes Have Always Been Junkies is my favorite Brubaker Phillips story ever. So the general gist is you just you can't go wrong. Yeah. You you literally can pick up a book, get started on a volume one, and you're in for a good treat. Right. There we go. Bad weekend, that's what it was. Omni Bros FOMO of the Year, Gabe and Lou for getting me to get Todd McFarlane IDW Artist <laughs> Edition. Might be talking about that later. Oh. But nice. I'm glad he got it because that thing is. If you're a 90s comic fan, if you're a Todd McFarlane fan, if you're an original art fan, if you're a books that are too big to fit on any shelf ever made fan, <laughs> it checks off all those boxes. While we have Geo here, let's go with. Am I supposed to do these in order, Geo? Uh, whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> I've got my the boss. my phone. I actually took this seriously for a while. I think top to bottom that that's that's in banners or brand. It's banners. I'm sorry, I was wrong yeah, in the chat. I've got it. I think that's the. I think that's the appropriate. That'd be a good go order first. Yeah, I guess right because. Okay. I, I just placed the best one, which is best collected edition, uh, last. Yeah. But you can do whatever you want. I think the chat's really waiting for the Golden Abrams, but <laughs> I, Damn it. I, I bow to whatever Geo suggests. Speaking of suggestions, did we? Did you talk about uh, IST? <laughs> you mean our sponsor? No. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and do it as I run? Whoop. As I do a banner. Okay, somebody else is doing the banner. Right, thank you. <laughs> uh, guys, most of the books that we're going to talk about tonight, or they're going to talk about, I'm going to bow out. So. No, you're staying here. We'll see about that. Um, most of the books that are coming out, you can get, or that came out, sorry. Uh, let me do this whole thing again. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold Take on. two. All right, wait a minute. Play. I'm off my game tonight. Wait a minute. On, give me one second. Live on the air. Ooh, look at that beautiful background. All That's of cool. the books that came out that we're going to talk about tonight, you can get at our sponsor's website, darktrades.com. You're home for all things collected editions. You can get your omnis, trade paper bags, hardcovers, manga, and so much more up to 50% off. Loyalty discounts tech on an extra 2% to that. And if you make an order of 50 bucks or more, you get free shipping, fantastic customer service, and wonderful packaging at InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. Shout out to IST. Nice work. You can The tell first them. ever Omnibus uh, YouTube channel to be sponsored by InStockTrades. Yeah, baby. Look at that. Even that dumb owl mask is still there. That's awesome. <laughs> <In stock. laughs> 
that's the one Harley thing I haven't gotten that Harley mask edition. Yeah. And look at that Savage Dragon holding down strong. It's still there, the top seller, the fourth best seller right now. Oh wow, Monstrous is first. Interesting. Monstrous, Ascender. You can get the Venomnibus at thirty-eight percent off. If you had that loyalty discount, it'd be forty uh, percent off. Right. I've seen some images of that Absolute Swamp thing. The coloring they did, very, very well done. They, they, yeah, they, it's not as terrible as the uh, Alan Moore stuff. Yeah, yeah I love this cover. Talking highly of it. I still prefer just a regular art on it, you know, but yeah. they touched it up nice. It, it's not as egregious as the Alan Moore stuff, unfortunately, was. God, that cover is badass. Oh, wait. Captain Marvel by Kelly Lou DeConnick. Yep. I like that. That's what Lou's getting for Christmas. Late for me. <laughs> Get him that for uh, Three Kings Day. Two weeks Three Kings now. Day. <laughs> well, that's the day that I normally go to the orphanage and burn all the toys. <laughs> As Lou likes to like all those videos that are going around these days now. I showed it to you guys in the chat too of uh, the Grinch going to people's houses. Like the, instead of like Santa Claus, like Santa Claus is someone dressed up as the Grinch breaking into the, their own house and stealing their gifts and beating up their kids. It's, it's amazing. Oh, it's I, I needed to send you guys something I saw on Facebook today where it's a kid's party in the basement and they all get surprised by Santa Claus, all the little kids. And he's walking in there and all of a sudden the Grinch just bombs down the stairs. And <laughs> oh, the man. kids are terrorized and they hide under the piano while the adults are all laughing as the Grinch and Santa fight and Santa chases the Grinch up the stairs. And all the kids are traumatized. Oh, wait, did you get, did you, Gio, you showed that one, right? What? The, the, the Grinch and the, uh, was it me? Santa know. Claus. Was I that showed you, you the, the fight at the, um, Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I feel like I found it in the chat now that I think about it. Somebody must have sent it to me. I feel like it was in the chat. IST whore. Okay. Say that in Spanish so I can pronounce it. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are some after dark Spanish lessons. All right. <laughs> Bought some Berserk Dark. Yeah, guys, if you're going to buy Dark Horse manga that's deluxe editions, get them at IST because you're, you're going to get that comic book discount that mm. other websites don't have, like uh, the Bezos or Write Stuff and stuff like that. They're not going to have the IST discount. So I get uh, like Blade of the Immortal, uh, Helsing. Uh, reserve all that stuff at like 30 bucks uh, per volume. That's insane. It's not bad, Gio. Yep. Oh, there's the comment if you want to read it from Rodimus. Oh, boy. Uno putita de I... Oh, wait. Uh, no, my alphabet's not good. No, I'm not getting mad at you. putita de IST. E-S-A... But I don't remember. T. So hey. a little whore for IST. He's uh, he's in Puerto Rico too, right? So he's getting all these big packages like Geo does, right? Like it's all yeah. There has yeah. to be like a pallet and stuff that has to go out. Uh, Monsters, actually, yeah. collector, you're just in time. We're just getting ready to start. <laughs> Not our that. number one, but number one on the selling list on IST. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not here. I mean, it's a great book, but not that was just IST. 
Okay, so best publisher. The Omnis have started. Who's the best publisher, Lou? I should have all been in like nightgowns or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. Does that count? It counts. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not wearing pants either then. Whatever. No pants party right now. Bottomless party. That's great. Yeah, we're, all, we're all Donald ducking it. <laughs> I think it's Winnie the Pooh. I think it's referred to as Winnie the Pooh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, best publisher. I mean, for me, it um, this year goes to DC Comics. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe and I, Gabe and I went through most of our choices. Some of them might have changed. Some of them, I think, one or two things have changed for me. But we went over our choices on the Patreon show about two weeks ago. But yeah, DC Comics for me. Um, they continue for me, for me, they continue to keep putting out some of the best stuff this, this year. Um, namely a lot of the Tom Taylor stuff, the dark Knights of steel, the Nightwing. Um, they put out DC versus vampires, which was just, which is fucking fun. Honestly, it's such a great ride. Um, all their Elseworld stuff that they're kind of doing the Sean Murphy stuff, uh, the Batman One Bad Day uh, one shot series that they've been putting out, which has been great, and not only that, just uh, moving the goalpost back for a hundred bucks a month, you get a hundred bucks a year. Excuse me, you get comics that are published just a month later, and they're continuously moving that goalpost and going closer and closer, like Gabe and I have been talking about. Where eventually this is going to be day and date. It's just a matter of when. Uh, so yeah. DC Comics for me is the best publisher this year. I I uh, have signed up for that Ultra membership. Mm-hmm. It is so great. You are so right. It yeah. is unbelievably great, and they've really deepened over uh, not overnight, but they've really finally started putting up a ton of older stuff, <clears throat> and you can actually access some silver age stuff now that you've been wanting to, or I've been wanting to, mm-hmm. they have really done a good job on that. Yeah. They, they, they've, uh, everything that I think Marvel is lacking in their app. Uh, I think DC is just like, okay, we're going to do that instead. So would you say you're Uno Putita for uh, DC comics? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How about you, Jess? Uh, Checking on all the books that I loved the most on my Goodreads, uh, a huge, huge amount of them were from Image. Okay. Like a huge chunk um, uh, were from Image. And so I just, I just said Image. Uh, I mean, I can go over, um, let's see, was this put up by Image? Goodreads, are you any good? What's happening here? <laughs> False promises with that name. I, <laughs> bad reads. Wait a sec. Uh, oh, Dark Horse. Uh, who put out this one then? Lemire's. Oh, frick. Lemire's with Dark Horse. Uh, okay, image. <laughs> uh, because Well, I don't want to give away some of the things that are coming up. But uh, a lot of my favorite books were on Image. Ooh, that book's by DC. That was an amazing book. Mm. That's in my... That's I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, okay, Image. And I'll tell you why later. Okay. okay. Uh, 
I'm not going to bitch about standard size hardcovers, Larry, because I think at this point we're lucky DC's putting out anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we remember a few years ago when we didn't even know if they were going to put out anything for a while? Well, yeah. yeah when it, when it was that massive cancellation of almost every other book that would ever right. put out. Yeah. So I, I know I'm going to end up buying Dark Knights of Steel books one and two, and then there's going to be a deluxe, but uh and, and same with uh human target by tom king i i'm okay with it so i it's better than nothing which is what we were we thought we were getting yeah the format really doesn't matter a lot i feel like so like you know if, if i if, if a book comes out and i wanted like an omnibus of it and it came out as like a standard hardcover all right well i'll take the standard hardcover right same mm -hmm. kind of idea whoa this is breaking news man of steel omnibus oh being a minced that that doesn't mean oh being announced announced did it get announced well that's what the collector's saying we'll take a uh, look let's see that's a lie that's a lie uh, damn it. Sir, uh, trick who can uh, somebody ban him in, in timeout <laughs> you want me to time out the collector absolutely the collector you got me to actually right. say that yeah, All right. Do you five minutes, buddy. Friend of mine. Sorry, to collector. Penalty box. Five <laughs> minutes. There you go. <laughs> uh, Gabe, who do you have, man? Oh, man. I'm, God, you guys don't ban me for bad jokes. Uh, for, for me, uh, I think I talked about this on the Patreon as well, but it's IDW. Mm. IDW just, I mean, in terms of like production quality, I have always felt they put out the best hardcovers. The best, like the best feeling, the best kind of design, uh, you know, the way they kind of match up, you know, within series and things like that. I think they put out the best books. And this year, with that, they put out great uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, as always. Uh, Last Ronin. Um, that's what, you know, I don't want to get too much into other things, but those hardcovers are beautiful and they were always put together incredibly well and great Dude. stories, great stuff at that. Um, Did they put out the Power Rangers books or is that boom? Boom. Power Rangers is boom. I, I okay. So, but no, then they also do like the new, the Transformers phase three books. Uh, all that stuff is really great and fantastic. But with that said, it's also the things that they are like the proprietors of like the artist editions. So, just let me grab it. Which you love. Which are a gift to <laughs> comic book collectors. <laughs> this this thing is massive, okay? But it's it's, it's the size of the art books and stuff like that. So, but just that being like a proprietary item or line that they do, and that they make it like the best because DC does it too, and other other people kind of do it too. But it's kind of it's not as good as what these guys get because these guys get things that are impossible to come across because uh, Scott Dumbbeard, who's the, the head honcho for that line used to be a big art dealer. So he has connections and he knows people and, and that kind of stuff. So, but he gets things like old, like EC. I got, I got like the EC book back here of all the old Wally Wood art. Just being able to find these just one of a kind originals and be able to do it where it's like, I could read the entire story in, the original artwork so putting those things out um the, the way they're curating their licensed you know i mentioned ninja turtles but and i mentioned transformers but things like sonic the hedgehog as well that they're putting out is is great 
one it's such a fun little story it's a cute little book it, it's great it kind of fits they got the right idea behind it so being able to do all that kind of stuff is really puts them ahead of the line i think now that spider-man book would you say you're una petite putita for that book oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. the moment that that thing was pre-ordered i was already whoring for it okay that's good <laughs> Good. It's fantastic. I, like I was kind of saying earlier, it's it's the it's a perfect book if you're a fan, if you're a Spider-Man fan, Todd McFarlane fan, original art fan. It checks off every 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 block on there, every yeah. checkbox. And then just to be able to have that kind of art and seeing one of this generation's comic book heroes mm. and see how he did the artwork and the tricks that he did and you know all that kind of stuff. You never get to see that stuff. You, you, they're one of a kind pieces of, of of art, right? They're one of one. So for you to actually be able to see it, touch it, own it, read it, anything like that is, you know, it's one one person that gets that. But then to have these colored scans, it just it's pure enjoyment and it's a gift. It's uh, it's the closest thing next to being a Saudi prince that you'll get to owning <laughs> owning one of these yeah. original art pieces. So. Or a uh, uh, friend of the show. Eric Larson, who has like 15 complete issues of Jack oh, yeah, Kirby or something crazy like that. That's right. That's yeah. right. He's a big Kirby collector. Really? He does? Yeah, he has like some of these uh, Kirby artist editions that they did were basically just them scanning Eric Larson's collection. Oh my God. So he has like full issues of like Commandy wow. and like New Gods and wow. all that kind of stuff. Jesus. Wow. Um, and that's a true comic book fan right there telling you about how much he loves comics right oh, yeah. there. That's Gabe. Uh, uh, Gio, tell us what obscure publisher you are Una Pita for in Mono. Uh, I, I've been thinking about it since you guys started because I wasn't going to be on. So now I'm improvising on the air. I will go with uh, Seven Seas Entertainment simply because they were able to turn everything around and a couple years ago they they were uh balls deep in licensing uh the smuttiest uh <laughs> tna manga that you can imagine like bottom Seems of the good. barrel trash mm. and i think that was the strategy to build up a huge audience with so much crap that now they have the uh money to get the big stuff, like the, the good quality books that everybody's after. This year we had um, The Girl from the Other Side, the Omnibus Editions. Those are really beautiful. Uh, Tokyo Revengers, they were able to secure that. Candy Cigarettes, uh, Die Dark from the creator of Doro Hedoro. So they've really stepped up their game and they're getting quality releases. And next year, it's, it's going to be insane with the stuff that they've got coming out. So for that, I want to put them at the uh, best publisher uh, just for 2022. We'll see next year. And yeah, they, they also did Booty Royale. They started out with trash <laughs> like that and I they worked it. out towards good stuff. We got we got we got we got to do that on the show. We got to we got to do like a book club of that. Oh, a Booty Royale? A Booty Royale. Who I'm I'm going to ask the real questions here. Who published Dick Fight Island? Anyone? Nobody? <laughs> I don't know. The Geo Freeze? Oh. No, no, no I'm here. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, think, I don't know. No idea. Who, who published those booby books that Riley sent to me? I had to hide those from the book pack. <laughs> Gigant? Uh, if it's Gigant, that would be Seven Seas. Ah. 
Okay, so I have some quality smut from them. <laughs> Gigant's really awesome, though. So, I mean, there's this a is lot of stacks things. and nudity, but yeah. This is going to be one of those we're going to end up starting like a manga smut train where just everybody's going to start buying that <laughs> stuff up like crazy, like what happened with Valiant and stuff like that. Because oh, yeah. I'm down for some Big Punch Island booty royale readathons. Yeah, I mean, they've been a good publisher, Edman, but you got to admit, like five years ago, their list of books is uh, nothing compared to the quality that they're putting out now and next year. Right, Midlife Reader. He's talking what we want to hear. <laughs> He's in for that readathon. I think Cleveland Brown's in too. <laughs> Horrible choice. You can go do family <laughs> stuff now. All right, all right. I'm out. Tasty Mullen. <laughs> no, I got like 15 more minutes. So cool. Okay. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go to the next category then. Best artist. Oh, come on. This this is <laughs> is there really any competition? There's yet. one right answer. Usually this stuff is subjective, but there's only one right answer. Is there really any competition? It's 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 almost a, I so again, Gabe and I talked about this on the Patreon show. I almost excluded him because I'm like, it's too fucking easy. It's yeah, just, it's like having to take Watchmen out of a list or you know things like that. I didn't read it though, so I have a different answer. Okay, that's fair. That's great. Go ahead. No, you guys go on. Who I know you're going to talk about. All rightly so. Gabe, three, two, one. Alex Ross. It's it's Alex Ross. There's, it's there's, Alex Ross. There, there was nobody else this year that uh, even came close to sharpening the man's pencils or digital, whatever. It, it, yeah. That, yeah. Once uh, that book came out, it was it was a done deal. Everybody else, sorry, you know, nothing against anybody else's art, but Alex Ross. Whenever Alex Ross comes out, like that's that's mm. meaningful. Yeah, yeah. It, it we we joke about this, but it it literally is. Whoever thought they were getting an Eisner for best artist for next year, you could probably hang that up and try again the following year. And, and here's the thing: I know it's like, oh, it's Alex Ross. Oh, it's Alex Ross. It's not that it's Alex Ross. Right. Right. This man went into like fifth gear and like changed his art style. Like this, the artwork in uh, Fantastic Four Full Circle is a new Alex Ross. Like this is like Super Saiyan level Alex Ross, where it's not. Because it's like, oh, when you think of Alex Ross, you think of his art from, you know, Kingdom Come and Marvels and that really like airbrushy look. But with this, like, this is just an unbelievable new, the stupid light sucks, uh, style. Like, this is not your, what anybody's mental image is when you say Alex Ross. He changed his style and even brought in like a, like an art assistant, but just, just being able to do that to change your art style oh, of a style that is so it's like um, synonymous and is just so iconic, and then to kind of stray away from it and do something new and different. And that's a cool page, but it's too dark. But it's just to, and to be able to just knock it out of the park is just like the opposite of Michael Jordan going to go into baseball. Like it's just seeing him <laughs> just show that. It's not, I'm not just a one note guy. Like I can yeah. do something different and I can bring yeah. something out and experiment and not worry about, it's not Alex Ross, but it's Alex Ross. But it's this new germ of Alex Ross. It's fantastic yeah. stuff. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, it really is Alex Ross just going, okay, all right, kids. I'm going to really show you how it's done. All right, a lot and, of you guys out there that think you're artists, 
this is how it's really done. All right. And it's going to take it, this project was probably in the works for a long time, but it shows um, there is a level of craft and a level of artistry and storytelling and fucking the, the amount of time he changes his style within the pages. Uh, there's points where it gets psychedelic. There's points where it almost seems like he's capturing some of the Jack Kirby's. It's brilliant. It's so yeah, and brilliant. it's just the, the storytelling is is perfect. It's incredibly smooth. You could just look at the pages and see what's going on. Like, it's perfect comic book. Yeah, and, and again, Solcon uh, nails it. Also, look at all the covers he's done. Those beautiful covers that mm -hmm. he's put out in the last year. I, I think the Immortal Hulk stuff was the previous year, but still. Mm. Some of the covers he's put out with that Immortal Hulk book and the and on a consistent basis too every yeah. month you know it's like this beautiful like um, painted art on an Immortal Hulk issue. Yeah, it, Can you imagine it, Immortal Hulk was like some shitty comic, but it had these amazing covers on it by Alex Ross. Like, <laughs> it, it's again, it's just it's unfair to almost everybody else in the industry. Um, and this is this isn't talking down to everybody else in the industry because there's some beautiful and talented artists out there that are putting out great work monthly but this is yeah this is like jordan yeah <laughs> this is, you, you just can't it, this is one of those things where i want more but i don't need it to be like on a regular week to, or month to month basis like if he was yeah. to do this like every three four whatever but if there's it just needs to keep doing the more stuff like this well, the last thing he did what was the last thing he did i think somebody in the chat might be able to help us out we were trying to talk about it in the patreon couldn't figure out i thought it was that justice stuff that happened after kingdom come i thought was his last interiors because he didn't do interiors for like planet x or earth x or any of that stuff but to get interiors from him that's it's you have to give it to him you know there's no other right answer just uh, what you're what do you got i need to read this book because i know jh will this book's supposed to be great uh echo lands uh javier rodriguez for max and Mikhail Yanin for YP. Uh, I chose, let's see, somebody set it up here. I am with uh, Omni Nation. I picked Dan Mora for Once in Future, which I will talk about later. But the artwork in that is just super fun and dramatic and emotional and brilliant. And it's the, I think it's the best in he was great in Klaus, obviously, but he conveys so much in Once in Future with his artwork that it it blends with the writing perfectly. So that's my choice because I did not read Fantastic Four full circle blown. Yeah, that I didn't. Uh, I didn't read it. I just. Uh, Right on, man. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Fight the power. The Fantastic Four book is still available at uh, Alex Ross's website, if anybody's interested. Oh, good. And that's the one that you get autographed and a print, too, I think, mm -hmm. too. For, it's like 125 bucks. I was looking at it. I was getting close to buying it. I'm surprised you didn't. <sighs> I, I, got, I already got it. Well, what difference does that make? <laughs> Signed. Yep, yep. Uh, I will pick something totally different. I'm going to go with uh, 
Juanjo Guarnido for Black Set. Oh, what a good choice. Good Guarnido is one of my favorite artists, and he knocked it out of the park yet again with another great Black Set book. Oh, I have so many books I need to read. Uh, a stack of shame. Too many books, so little time. I know. I've, I've never read Black Side. I, I need to oh, finish that one day. You got, you got to, you yeah. got to check it out. It's you amazing. Really that is, that is a left field choice. I didn't even think about Geo, but that is a very good choice. Yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, I'm gonna need the chat's help for one book because I don't have my library around me. But that's future Jess's problem in five minutes. <laughs> okay, best artist. That was good. Okay, who was the best writer this year? Uh, hmm. Gabe, go ahead. Hey, no, wait, wait, pass me. I forgot what I picked. I got to think about it again. Damn it. Let's see. I picked best writer. I picked Tom King, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I consider Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, not only one of the best comics of this year, even though it was a well, it's a collected edition, but I think it's the strongest that I am a huge Tom King fan. I apologize to no one about <laughs> I love Tom King's writing. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow was his best work ever, in my opinion. It was brilliant. It showed a strong yet vulnerable Kara who uh, lives in the shadow of her more famous cousin and goes to a red sun planet so she can get drunk and mope. And she ends up finding the inner strength to do things that I argue are even more impressive than what her more famous cousin has done. Uh, this was a, an excellent book. All the way through, the writing was brilliant. And I, it's his strongest work ever, as I said. And I... I am. I was disappointed it came out in paperback. That will not stop me from the inevitable deluxe that comes out next year. I will happily trade up for that. It was brilliant. Uh, no, the stack of shame got six boxes. <laughs> there were two stacks, and they were both taller than I am. Six pack of shame. It's a six box pack of shame. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Solicon says, uh oh, oh, I almost forgot the actual best artist this year, Yoshitaka Amano, for standing near a $13,000 statue. From I don't understand a word of that. Final Fantasy VI. Near a $13,000 statue from Final They made a $13,000 statue of Final Fantasy VI. And, and, he's, it's, he's, and it actually sold out. Oh, he created it? It's based on his artwork from the game for Final Fantasy. Okay. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. I think we've seen it. And we talked about this in the chat, too. No, yeah. I didn't take part in that part. Omar really <laughs> wanted it, but it's too expensive for him. Oh, 13,000? The guy's got 80 billion viewers. He can shell out a few deck shekels for that. <laughs> Let me show you the statue. He's got all those out-of-print omnibuses he could just sell and it convince Marvel to reprint. <laughs> oh, Tasty Melon with a strong choice. <laughs> Tom Taylor, that's a good one. This is good, too? Sorry, this is the statue. Oh, yeah, okay. 
That's pretty dope. $13,000. Whoa, look at that detail. And it's gigantic as well. It's um, This is from BBTS. You can see the price there. Holy crap. It's really almost $14,000. 30 inches tall. Not a bad way to max out a credit card. <laughs> wow. Get a car. Okay, there's a picture of him. <laughs> ah, where is Got he? it. You could get a car, and not even a bad car, a pretty decent yeah. one at that point. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Chris says Eastman on Last Ronin. Larry says Jeff Lemire. Too many to list. Uh, oh. Deep cut. Looks cool, but it's no Deja Thoris <laughs> statue. Also true. Yeah. No, it is not. So my, my pick for best writer, Chris, Chris called it out already. So it's it's last running. That's like the best book I read this year. I Such know. a great series. It's it was like I forgot what it was like seven eight issues something like that, and just to be able to experience like not the finality but the the kind of last Dark Knight Return style Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle story, and ha to have Eastman and Laird be able to like come back and put that together is just the highlight of the year. And they really knocked it out of the park. They they didn't lose touch with how the turtles interact, and there it's it's a it's a beautiful story about family and loss and change and growth. And they 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 did it like it's great. It was great to see uh, Eastman even do some of the art in it and stuff like that. But that story from beginning to end just was just perfect. It just pieced together and fit perfectly all the way through through the entire series. So that's that's my uh, that's my writer of the year. Good old Kevin Eastman. I'll second you on that because Last Ronin is pretty badass. Nice. Uh, for me, best writer of the year, uh, I'm gonna give it to once again Alex Ross. Not only <clears throat> just just because that Fantastic Four book, uh, Alex Ross really flexed his muscles this year and showed everybody in the industry. Not only am I an incredible artist, I can fucking write and I yeah. can write really well. And he gets these characters insanely well. He understands every single one of these characters. He gets who they are. He gets their motivations. He gets he, he just it felt the biggest compliment I could give Alex Ross this is it. It literally felt like I was reading a Jack Kirby story. This feels like it came from that era, mm. but there's modern sensibilities to it that make it feel very fresh, very exciting. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that it's just old school, back to basics storytelling. A lot of writers today want to get fucking cute with what they're writing. And <laughs> in the end, it ends up being a hot mess and it's just mediocre stuff. Alex Ross just went back to basics and said, okay, we've got a story. I'm going to tell it and I'm done. It's done. And not only that, it's a continuation from a story that, I, what was it, Gabe? What, what Fantastic Four issue was that? Uh, 51. Right. It spins off from a Fantastic Four fifty one, and there's a second issue too. I forget which one it is, but it's later in the series with the mm. negatives on and stuff like that, and Janice. And he tells his own story. It's it's so good. It it really is. It's the best thing that I've read this year, and I've read it now three times, and I I just love it. I absolutely love it. I want more of it because it seems like a lot of people just don't necessarily know how to write the Fantastic Four well, whether it be in movies or in comics these days. <laughs> um, they just don't get them. 
and this was great. This was fantastic. Pardon the pun, but it was fantastic. It really was. I haven't read this yet, but it's magazine size, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. Cliff Chang, Catwoman, Lonely City. I've Everybody was talking about that this week. Yeah, man. Uh, Mr. Tex, I love his name, Mike Mayhem. It's actually Mike Mayhew, but I think from now on we should call him Mike Mayhem because that art is he's he does part of that art and he's awesome in that part. It's a two artist thingy with the other famous artist that does it. And I'm sure the chat will correct me because that book is awesome. Uh, let's see. Jason Aaron made my year rereading the first half of his run on Thor and Omnibus format. I stay hooked every time. I also want to mention Todd McFarlane for best writer for Batman Spawn, but I'm afraid of being timed out for trolling. No, if it's your opinion, it's your opinion. All opinions are valid here. Telling me that there's a Man of Steel omnibus <laughs> and then making me look like a dork. That's going to get you timed out. I know Mr. Tex, but it was fun. It was funny. So that's why I want to call him Mike Mayhem. Hey, man. Did that did did collector come back? I don't know if he did. I think he might have took that person. Oh. He said, oh, no, when it happened. So hey, man, I don't ever see him in the chat. Don't ever feel ashamed about what you You write. don't see him in the chat? Nope. Uh-oh. I think he bowed out. A book from me. <laughs> If we get a dislike, we know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, the collector. You know, oh, I hope you realize that was sarcasm, just us joking around. Oh, I'm no, joking. We're joking. And here's oh, Rodimus loves well, Daniel Warren Johnson for Murder Falcon and Wonder Woman Dead Earth. A strong choice. Lemire, I believe, is my second pick. May's book hit the feels. Yes, correct. Plus, with Daniel Warner and Johnson, I've been hearing nothing but amazing things about Do a Powerbomb. Yeah. Great. So good. It's yeah. really so good. I, I want to get that. I got to get that when it gets collected. If you uh, are a wrestling fan, you'll you'll love it. <laughs> the actual moving day is n next Tuesday, January 3rd. And yes, my wife is hyping out to the max. Uh, All right. What's next? Funny Kate's has run him Ven Omnibus and his new series Vanished. Okay, I'm now done. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> Kate's uh, let's see. Best one shot. That's easy for me. That's easy for me too. Uh, easy for me. Follow Me Down by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. I liked Follow Me Down. This might be the one I like the most out of all the Reckless books. It was uh, gripping. It was completely believable. Uh, I, I love this Reckless character. He, he gets himself in and out of jams. He uh, falls in love with the wrong people. He, he's, he's investigating really interesting things. He, he's got relationships that are close to him that fall apart. Uh, it always ties back to the movie theater. I just, this book series is a gift. I know it's standard size. I don't care. I'm not waiting for the end of next year when it's released in absolute format. And I look like a dope. 
I want to read them right now. They're so good. They're like a super gift, these Reckless books. There's two of them a year. It's so awesome. We're so lucky to have that series. And I consider it a one-shot because it came out. Did it come out in my comic format? Was, for my purposes, no. It came out as a one-shot. Otherwise, I don't have a pick because I don't read comics. Floppies. Thank you, Lionheart. I appreciate that a lot. Nice. Anybody else for a one-shot? Uh, I'll go. Uh, this oh. will be my last pick for tonight. No, uh, you're staying on for the whole show. We I've need you, Geo. We need family. you. They said we're not interested in Geo tonight. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is going to be the last one. It's a little bit late on my end. Uh, my one-shot will go to Goodbye, Airy from Tatsuki Fujimoto. That's a mangaka that created Chainsaw Man. This is completely different from Chainsaw Man. This is a very emotional uh, read. It's basically, without spoiling too much, it's about this kid that gets a cell phone. I think it was a cell phone camera or something, and he decides to make a movie. Unfortunately, his mother is terminally ill. She's going to pass away, and he decides to document the whole process or whatever. Uh, but at the end, he makes uh, he changes the his subject for the film and ends it on an explosion as he's walking away from the hospital, and actually premieres his short film uh, at school, and everybody uh, makes fun of him, and uh, he's basically ostracized because uh, they think it's insensitive and it's dumb the changes that he made and. Uh, disrespectful to his mother's memory and all that stuff uh, but he didn't know he doesn't know how to deal with that stuff he is thinking of uh unaliving himself if you will and he is saved by this girl um airy and she shows him there's more to life and uh, helps him and motivates him to create more movies and uh, the two love cinema and all that stuff so they throughout the one shot they're working towards creating another uh film and a lot of other amazing things happen in that one shot. So I highly recommend it. You can uh, read it on the Viz Media uh, Shonen Jump app. Um, if you pay the subscription, it's like two bucks or three bucks. And it's a wonderful read. Highly recommend it. I'll check that out. Nice. That sounds very moving, actually. And yeah, it's super moving. Uh, it's a beautiful read. The art is amazing. And if you like cinema... There's a lot of callbacks and techniques used in the one shot and the way the panels are laid out. Uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs if you like uh, films in general. So that I highly like recommend blue it. right there. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to buy out. Thank you, everybody. Uh, have a good one. Thanks Bye, for guys. appearing, buddy. Where'd you? you? You can find me on A Week in Geekdom where I talk about anime and manga and all that fun stuff. Uh, that's A Week in Geekdom. Peace and love, buddy. Bye, everybody. Take care. God bless. Bye. Okay, Mr. Tex, like ghost in you more. Peace and love. That's fair. Oh, here's James. Looks like I missed, missed some amazing omnis. My best one shot is Empty Eyes by Diego Agrimba. And then we have a lot of what I bet is going to be the pick <laughs> for one shot. Actually, so it was a legit one shot. Uh, no, I've got a legit one shot actually. Oh, all right, good. Yeah, I read this uh, a few days ago. I'm gonna go with for me, Batman One Bad Day, Mr. Freeze. 
Oh uh, yeah, you showed that in the chat. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I, you know, I do appreciate Batman comics. I just fucking wish that they would use somebody other than Joker for the villain a lot of times. <laughs> he's, got, he's got an amazing rogues gallery, guys. Use them. Uh, and they're, they've been doing kind of this series of one-shot stories throughout the year um, where you've got a writer and an artist and they team up and they'll do just a solid one-shot story based on a Batman villain. Uh, they've done a Two-Face one, Tom Taylor and... Not Tom mm. Taylor. Um, Tom King mm. and Mr. Rard did a Riddler one, which I've heard is really good. I haven't read it yet. Uh, but this one was a Mr. Freeze story. And what I really liked about this is that it kind of recontextualizes a lot of the Mr. Freeze origin story. And it, it makes you a bit sympathetic for the character, but at the same time, you understand that Mr. Freeze was in fact actually really controlling. And it contextualizes the relationship he had with his wife and how she had accepted, I'm ready to move on. You have to accept that I am passing away. Mm. And you just can't accept that. It's actually a really beautiful story, and it ends very well. Uh, it's based around Christmas, which fittingly fit when I was reading this. I'm like, wow, this actually works. I really recommend you guys check this out. I think the art is done by Matteo Scalera. Let me double Ooh. check. Um, Mr. Freeze, bad day. Yeah, so this was written. Uh, author is Gary Duggan, and the art is Matteo Scalera. So that is a solid team right there. I love the way Matteo Scalera draws Batman. He draws him beefy as fuck. He's he's a thick boy in this, and he's also got the classic. I'm a sucker for as he should be. Yeah, I'm a classic for the yellow bat symbol. Mm-hmm. draws the yellow bat symbol uh, there matches Malone pops up in this so it, this was honestly just a whole lot of fun and at its core it's a story about a man who was really not a good guy but at the end of it he finds somewhat of a redemption and it, it was really good I recommend you guys check this one out now are you looking forward to the Henry Abrams Sarah Pacelli condiment king one shot <laughs> No, no, I am not looking forward to that. Uh, poor Sarah. I know. What'd she do? Poor Sarah. Jesus Christ. Oh, such a good artist. But I think you'll like this one, Jess. I, I really do. There's not a hint of Joker in here. They don't even mention the Joker's name. <laughs> so I, I, Mateo Scalera is a great artist. His style is a little bit different here than what, from, than what I'm used to from Black Science. Uh, it's a little hmm. bit looser, but it's fun. It's fun nonetheless. Good. I look forward to it. And Gabe? Uh, it's going to have to be full circle. Okay. It's full That's... circle. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I've, I think me and Lou have already said everything enough that I can, but it's everything that we said before, it, it reflects again. This is the greatest thing that we have here. One bad day. Riddler is fantastic. I want them all collected in... Uh, smaller than standard size, which is what DC is going to do to me. Uh, okay. Then Maybe we... they're going to put out that John Byrne omnibus, but it's going to be like really tiny, like those little comics you would get in like uh, mask toys back when I was a kid. So they're like little tiny pamphlets, but it's like right. uh, for Christmas. My daughter, I need to put my, once I get everything unpacked, my, my daughter got me 
a Batman comic that was in a box of, that came in pop pop tarts full circle that was in a <laughs> box of pop tarts uh back in like 1965 she found it online and it's a it's a carmine infantino illustrated awesome. it's in strip form and then it's folded up and it was put in the box of pop tarts and it's a full story with with the joker but he's he's comedian joker he's like He's not Killer Joker. Back in the 60s, he was like a comedian. Uh, but that was a great gift. Uh, and I have no idea what made me think of that. Uh, but okay, there we go. Best one shot. Best mini series. Last Ronin. Yeah. <laughs> Last Ronin. Okay. I didn't finish it, so I can't go with it. I, I said. Agree. Nice house on the lake. Uh, it's still ongoing, though. But I read the first nine issues of it, and it was some of the best Tiny Onion that I have ever read. It was amazingly powerful, believable, and really scary. And subtly scary. Um, I loved the issues I read of Nice House on the Lake. I don't, I don't know when it's stopping. I know it must have a stopping point. Maybe it's a twelve-issue miniseries. Um, and I realize now that ongoing series and miniseries, I probably mixed up um, because I, I don't know the difference. I guess so. Anyway, Nice House on the Lake, I think, was the strongest Tiny Onion book of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, like I said, Last Ronin, uh, this was a story that's been in the making for a long time. He finally wrapped it up this year. Uh, took quite a while. I mean, this book started out during COVID, I think during when COVID first started. And he stuck the landing beautifully. I, I it's, it's one of those books where I know they've said that they, they're going back to the well and they're kind of exploring a little bit more. There's another mini series coming out based on this stuff. And I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> you don't need to do it. You stuck the landing well enough that I, I just don't want to see them go back to it. But it's beautiful. It has a beautiful ending. It's a, a fucking great story overall. And man, yeah. And they nailed it. It's one of those things it. where... Usually yeah. when you do these kind of like feature in a feature story, the final tale, you know, kind of thing, right? It's always kind yeah. of want one jumps to sharks and kind of lame, but they they completely nailed it. Yeah. 100%. And spoilers, just a swerve where it's it's Michelangelo as the last last Ronin, right? And that was completely unexpected, but you see it and you realize it, and it, it develops the story better as well. So it's yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I have no complaints. That's my pick too. So one hundred percent. Solicon saying Serial by Terry Moore, which I also haven't read, but I own. Mm. Talk. I don't think I've ever read anything Terry Moore. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I haven't read like Strangers in Paradise or Rachel Rising or. No, know. skip that. Go to, go to Rachel Rising. Read Rachel Rising. <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. That. Nice House on the Lake, number 12, was last issue and it came out yesterday. Uh, okay, so that was a miniseries good i wasn't wrong i'm gonna be wrong on the next ongoing one though <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because i think it has an end coming up 
Uh, and that was Once in Future by Kieran Gillen and Dan Mora. I I don't know when it's going to end. I I'm sure there is an end, but trade paperbacks are still coming out. The the huge uh, slipcase library edition was gorgeous and with a compelling story that I just gobbled up. It was so great. Um, if if you haven't read it, it it tells the tale of an uh, an old grandmother in a rest home who's actually super badass monster fighter who gets her uh, daughter-in-law, her uh, her granddaughter and uh, a friend of her granddaughter's involved in trying to stop the return of King Arthur to the throne uh, Hmm. in Great Britain because he wants to get rid of anybody that's not pure Anglo, which means Britain would be wiped out of a ton of its population. And then it turns out, well, that'll be a spoiler alert, but there's not just one King Arthur reincarnated. Hmm. Uh, And it's, 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 that's where the cliffhanger ended on uh, once in features slipcase volume one. I will wait on brother. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, once in future ended on issue thirty. Well, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's ongoing because I haven't read anymore. I only read the first one. Uh, thirty issues is basically an ongoing these days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thank you. There I would say we... so. That's more than like Marvel or DC does, or Marvel does with books. Yeah, like that's not a mini series. That's if, yeah. it, okay, if it ended this year, I, I count it because the book I'm going to say ended this year as well. So, what do you got, Lou? What do you got? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Deadly Class mm. by Rick Remender. Uh, and it it finally ended this year. Man, that was a book he started, I think. Fuck, I think I was in college almost when he started that book. <laughs> uh, but it took a break. It took like a two or three year hiatus. And for him to come back and start the book up again, wrap it up, wrap it up really well. I got to give Remender credit. I, I I genuinely don't think I've ever read in my opinion, a bad remender ending. I think the man knows how to craft the story. I think he knows how to pace it well. And I think he knows how to stick an ending. And we we see that here. Uh, it comes around very full circle. It, it hits you in the feels a little bit. And I got to be honest with you. This was, uh, now that it's all said and done, I'm, I, I can't wait to start this over and read the story from the very beginning, to be honest with you. So I'm super happy with this story. And Rick Remender has another one under his belt. Not many guys can say that these days. Nice. Uh, for me, it's going to be the ongoing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series from IDW still. Mm. It's still issue after issue, especially after like the City at War. There was a whole new transition and tone and stuff with the book. And it's, it's a great jumping on point after that. It's some great stories coming up. Like They're bringing back characters that people hate and they're bringing them back and making you love them so it's really cool to see like venus de milo come back and some other characters that they're reintroducing into the series new new characters in general this series is always escalating there's always oh yeah this this is crazy how they're going to top that and then they top it with something crazier and so it's it's always such a fun series awesome you love that book Daredevil by Chip is still solid. And was I need to, to read that. Come back this year. 
Balsago is a disappointment. For me. Shout out to Mirko, Mirka and Dolfo for Sweet Paprika. Really lovely rom-com. Felt like the culmination of everything Mirka's done so far. Did the past hardcover grow? 2023. Nice. Okay. That is it for ongoing. Surprise of the year. We're getting down to it. What was the biggest surprise read for you, Lou? DC versus Vampires. Ah. A, a, a concept that I thought upon hearing, this sounds dumb as hell. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's really just so much fun, man. It is what it is. It's the DC universe fighting against a whole bunch of vampires. I I have a I had a blast reading this whole thing and I want more. Uh, there's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of surprises along the way. From the very first issue, it caught me off guard because there's a big reveal at the first issue that I won't give away here. And I was like, wow, that actually makes sense. The big reveal that they show. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, if you have not picked this up, and I, I imagine a lot of you guys haven't read this, uh, maybe because you're put off by the whole concept of it. Uh, go for it. I think you'll have a good time with it. Uh, just to clear it up, um, no. Uh, uh, Chris Nort said, great to see Saga come back this year. I don't think anybody said Saga was a disappointment. Oh, you did? Lou hates Saga. Oh, Lou yeah. said Saga was a disappointment. When yeah. did you say that? I didn't hear that. I, I slid it in there. Yeah, I slid it. I think that. <laughs> well, it didn't get by K. Quinn. <laughs> Well, I didn't get by him, but yeah, I stand by that. I that book. Okay. Yeah. Uh Max loved X-Men Red. Berserker from Omni Nation. Wow. Yeah, DC versus Vampires was fun. Superman Birthright will be on my 2023 best reads list. Superman Son of Kal-El was my surprise of the year. Good book. Surprise of the year for me was Joker by Tiny Onion. What was your surprise? Oh, that's where that came from. I was like, what's this tiny onion thing? <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. It's like Tinian, Tiny On, but his production company is Tiny Onion Productions. So uh, so what was your surprise, uh, Gabarino? So I don't know if I'm going to be cheating, but I'm going to cheat. I don't know if, we're, if this is supposed to be what we read that came out this year or what we just read in general this year that was our favorite, but I don't care. I'm going to talk about how amazing Jonah Hex is. Oh, yeah. That's okay. great. That that Jimmy Pamiotti, Justin Gray, uh, that, uh, that me reading through that, just inexplicably, I was just like, I haven't read this. I have all these trade paperbacks. I've read the first, like the last arc or the last like year of that book when it was coming out. And I never read the beginning. So I was like, I have all these trades. Let's just bust these out and get this taken care of. And the first trade is good. The, the, the stories are decent and fine. But after that, it was just a banger. Every issue after issue after issue. They were all good to amazing. Like there was nothing worse than like that was that was a that was, that was a well put together story. Is like the worst comp is like the worst criticism I can have on any book. Everything else, it's it's always it's great. It's great. This is wonderful. They're all one single issue stories. So you get you know, each issue is its own story. It's very, it's kind of like how uh, Quantum Leap was, if anybody's a Quantum Leap fan. Or every, I was. love that. One of my favorite. Uh, every episode was a 
completely new setting, completely new characters. There is the only there's a few reoccurring characters and guest stars and things like that, but it's mainly Jonah Hex, a whore, uh, an Indian, and you know something like that. It's it's just a, a different character. It's a completely new environment, new characters, new atmosphere in every story, and to be able to do that issue after issue is is impossible. You know, most of these comic books we read, it's the same characters, the same basic settings, the same environment and things like that. And this is different every time. And they did it with different artists. You know, there's a few reoccurring, but almost every issue had a different artist, it felt like. And to be able to just kind of wrangle all those cats and get that together was fantastic. There's an awesome female character that they introduced in here, a total badass. And my favorite issue that I've read is that issue 50 I was talking about earlier on the show. Uh, with uh, Tallulah Black and the whole thing of you know her being pregnant and trying to get out of the uh, the bounty hunter game, mm. just magical, and it's just it made me really enjoy westerns. It's been a while since I've kind of gone into a western kick since my dad, and and it seems to be westerns are a big thing right now, especially with things like uh, Yellowstone coming out and then all those spinoff series from Ed Sheridan and things like that, and it just really just that was such a a time that was the stories are really well put together because of that time where stories aren't solved by DNA tests. They're not solved by pictures or recordings on the cell phone. Mm-hmm. They're solved by good old fashioned punching somebody and shooting them in the face kind of thing. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just great Western stuff. You know, it's, there's no, none of that modern kind of era stuff. It's just that kind of romantic western old school kind of wild west and how things really just put together it's like hey jonah hex you're a bounty hunter here's a picture of a guy you know he stole a horse and now we're going to hang him kind of thing and it's it's that but it's it's always jonah hex running into trouble like he's a bad dude like he's just not the kind of person that's had a good life so he's a really grumpy ass but he's not a bad guy like he doesn't cause any of the problems they just seem to find him or follow him and it's him adapting to that. So great stuff. If anybody hasn't read that Justin Gray, Jimmy Palmiotti stuff, you got to check it out. I don't know if it's on the app or whatever, Jess, but that's such a great series. Mm, that's a good question. Um, it's smart in that book too, Darwin Cook. Darwin Cook did a, hand, a couple issues. Uh, Jeff Lemire did a couple issues. I think the main guy was uh, Joe Bennett, and it's it's great. He's like a looser Joe Kubert. It was really cool stuff. Hmm. Surprisingly hated Sweet Tooth the Return. Saga is just in a dark place now. Okay, Quinn would agree with you on Saga to wait for like three years for it to come back and go on to hiatus after one arc was disappointing. The arc itself was okay. I just think he doesn't have the heart in him for it anymore. I think. Oh, that's interesting. Just wrap it up. Just wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Wonder Woman Dead Earth was surprise of the year. James says... Surprise of the year, step by bloody step, dark ages. I have to read that by Tom Taylor and <laughs> Kaiju score volume one through two. Uh, do, 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 do. Yep, already read that one. Ah, Omni Nation says Superman War World Saga was his surprise. Batmanda, good to see you. Nightwing leaping into the light. That was a great book. Is that the Tom Taylor series? Yeah. Or- I've been hearing nothing but great things about that, too. I wish DC would put the 70s Jonah Hex stories in the DC Universe. Oh, there's your answer. DC Universe Infinite app. Yeah, that's the 70s stuff. I wonder oh, if they got the... Yeah. You're, you're talking about pre... Uh, Pre-New pre 52. 52. And then the New 52 stuff. Yeah. 
Check out the uh, Joe Lansdale stuff, Gabe. Uh, Joe Lansdale wrote a couple of issues of Jonah Hex that are really good. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get I want to get some more of that stuff. I mean, I even that omnibus that came out, I've kind of been looking into that just because it's but it's, you can't find it anywhere really. And I, or I'm not that, but I don't know if they're gonna do a volume two of it. So that's gonna suck. Mm. Uh let's see. What was my surprise? Whoops, no, that's my good read. Surprise. Okay. Surprise of the year by a writer I do not care for. As a matter of fact, he used to be uh, our Golden Abrams was named after him. Uh, <laughs> Robert Kirkman, not a fan. <laughs> Boy, was I surprised how much I loved Firepower. Good stuff. Gabe has had been on me for it felt like two years to read Firepower, and it finally came out collected in a nice edition. And I now haven't finished Invincible. I keep getting stuck on book three. Uh, but so I I can only say this is the my favorite thing that I've read by Kirkman. Uh, it it had a great origin story. It had a great uh, beginning, middle, and kind of an end i i can see how it must be ongoing uh but it 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 took him from a, like a martial arts training uh era where he learned to use his firepower put him back in like a suburban setting um and it uh, it was just really <laughs> well done he goes from being like a fire caster to a guy selling furniture <laughs> yeah and it's mundane it was, it was really surprising how uh invested i was in this character yeah. anytime you get characterization that is uh so fleshed out and so well written that you care about the character that's good writing and i have to hand it to robert kirkman loved firepower great surprise of the year Oh, Omni Nation. Thank you, buddy. Solicon also agrees. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They do have pre-new 52 Jonah Hex stuff on the app. They even have the 90s stuff, just not the 70s. Okay, so you can read All-Star Western and Jonah Hex then? Uh, Jonah Hex was pre-new 52, and then All-Star Western was new 52, and yeah. it is also great. Uh, so that's good that it's on the app. Super Laugh Art says, Megatropolis book one was my surprise of the year. An art deco reimagining of the world of dread from the critically acclaimed artist of Batman Death by Design. I believe I have that book that I haven't read. Invincible was my surprise and favorite read of 2021. That was last year, dude. <laughs> well, I'm glad you read it. That's well, such a good series. you read it. Batman just started reading Invincible after watching the Amazon series, loving it so far, taking it slow to make it last. What what that happens in an Amazon series is nothing. It's that's weak tea compared to like the stuff that's coming up. I can't wait for season two. They said season two we're getting it next year. I'm so yeah. excited! Oh my god! Fine mint condition was my reverse foam. <laughs> Fine miners condition. He made it sound boring. <laughs> very fine condition what is wrong with you fine minus condition fine minus 4.5 plus condition what's going on 
it's exciting and interesting. And I told you I was I was emotionally <laughs> invested in the character. I can't I don't know how I could say, say it any stronger. Yeah. Oh, Larry, 3 a.m. Holy yeah. smokes. God bless you. Thanks for being here, Larry. Check out Larry's library on YouTube. Great channel. Okay, that was our surprise of the year. Surprise of the year is that James Gunn took over DCU. <laughs> uh, here it is. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Golden Abrams Award. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I just love that this is an award <laughs> Listen, we we don't we we're usually very positive throughout the year so we don't talk shit about a lot of stuff even if we read it we usually stay away from mentioning it just because we we're not that channel so this is kind of our festivus <laughs> you know? airing of the grievances our airing of grievances uh yeah, we always say everybody's opinion is valid. You know, yeah. some books we like that other people don't. Some people, some books we don't like, other people do. It's a big world out there. Yep. But this book that he wrote was freaking terrible. <laughs> what was it called? Spider-Man, I'm stupid? Or what was it? Spider-Man. Oh, we're talking about Abrams? Yeah. What, oh, what 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 wretched piece of wretchedness did this wretched <laughs> writer wreck out? Um, something. Yeah, so originally this was called the Golden Kirkman Award, and it was kind of more tongue-in-cheek because, you know, we didn't really care too much for Kirkman stuff. We didn't have of a just a strong hatred for the man. But then, right. the, then Abrams, the son of J.J. Abrams, put out a god-awful story that we all read um, I can't even remember the name of it. Spider-Man yeah. something. Spider-Man something. But it was clearly a nepotism move. I mean, obviously, this thing would have never made it. Uh, you were talking about Jim Shooter physically throwing Steve Orlando. <laughs> Spider-Man bloodline. Spider-Man bloodline. Yeah. You talked in the chat about how Jim Shooter would have physically thrown Steve Orlando out of the office. I think he might have punched Henry Abrams in the face for this nepotism <laughs> thing. He totally did not deserve it. There's, uh, had he submitted it under the name uh, Jess Bragg, it would have been rejected, rightly so. So, yeah, so we changed the name because of that. And yeah, uh, there's a little animus here. Uh, you want to go first, Jess? What was the worst thing you read this year? The, uh, this is an obscure one, but I covered it with Kristen on uh, the Omni Dog Omni Cat show. Uh, the Golden Abrams winner. I really wanted to love this book. Mm -hmm. It was highly recommended to me by a source uh, that knows my taste well and thought that I would like it. He felt bad that I didn't. And I said, hey, it's, it's all right. You've recommended about 45 other good books. It's called Squarriors, which is a play on the name Squirrel Warriors. I, it's, I, the premise is similar to Scurry, a book I love, um, but it is, it, the art's beautiful, fine. 
it is nothing but bloody death of animals all throughout it in, in this world where animals uh, can speak and communicate. Uh, they regularly die bloody deaths, and it is like the non-feel-good story of the year. I regretted every minute I spent with it. I couldn't get anybody to buy it, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't want to root bear it because <laughs> I'm done with that. Uh, I And I really wanted to like it. It came in a beautiful, oversized, blah, 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 with all kinds of stickers and stuff. And, oh, my gosh, it was the buzzkill of the year. I was so <laughs> depressed. Yeah. I wanted to go read Scurry, a book that deals with the same thing, only has a hopeful tone to it. This was, holy smoke. Oh, <laughs> Abrams, that book. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, for me, uh, it's Steve Orlando. It's not even a book. It's just a person. And, uh, <laughs> it, it is Steve. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how he keeps getting work. I don't understand why he keeps getting work. I mentioned this in the chat. Um, Jim Shooter would have thrown him out on his ass a long time ago. <laughs> Um, and I usually don't do this. I haven't done this in a long time because I've, I've matured, I would say. <laughs> no, because it used to be a, a gimmick that I would do with like a few art writers and stuff like that. I, I usually don't do this anymore. Um, but Jesus Christ, man. Grimlock is an awesome transformer. You wrote the most boring fucking Grimlock story I think I've ever read. <laughs> Spider-Man 2099, an awesome badass character it's set in the future flying cars 2099 spider-man how do you fuck that up oh by writing a spider-man 2099 story where spider-man 2099 isn't even in almost any of the fucking issues that you wrote for the past few months my god man how 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 do you write the most uninteresting books every single month you cannot hit to save your life Oh my God, Jesus Christ. I remember when we were excited to hear there was a new Spider-Man 2099 and then we went, <laughs> oh. There, Marvel picking him up has not, there has not been a worse deal in entertainment since Bobby Bonilla was picked. Was, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> in my face. There's not been a worse what a pull. <laughs> there has not been a worse history in entertainment of a pickup than Bobby Bonilla. I don't get it. Does he have money? Or does he have photos of, of people in the industry that are maybe, you know, I don't get it, but whatever. And Sarah Pacelli, God bless her, Sarah Pacelli. I don't know what's your deal, but I, it, oh, yes. she's, God, yeah. she's, she's hooking her wagon to like the worst things. She's getting hooked up to this. He wrote Spider-Man 2099 Exodus this year. His Spider-Man 2099 series with Pacelli, I think doesn't start until next year. Why? What is going on with Sarah Pacelli? That poor woman. Don't do this to her. Please get her a decent writer. Oh, my God. Damn. Full of hate, Lou, is great. <laughs> uh, Tasty Melon says, We Can Never Go Home by Matthew Rosenberg was crapola. 
Omni Nation, mixed feelings on it, but Donnie Cates Hulk takes it for me. It didn't go the way I thought it would go. I was so hyped for it. My feelings were hurt. That that was such a weird book. Just I was that's that's like the biggest disappointment because it was like, oh, it's Ryan Ollie. He's the king of destruction. And it's him and Hulk in space as a spaceship. Uh I like that guy's stars falling. But I understand the Bone Orchard Mythos passageway one. I can't like Lemire enough to ignore how boring and bland they were. Mm. Lou, will you give oh this is the book we were just I was okay. so pointed in that Scarlet yeah. that's the one that's the one my mistake yeah he's writing scarlet witch with Pacelli next year oh i'm sorry jess <laughs> it's, it, it, oh. you guys gotta get it you guys you gotta you gotta keep the train going the hate train going get it and then hate on it surprise just didn't say the gold name was <laughs> a very fine condition <laughs> Now Steve Cohen aboard the Bonilla contract is pretty much pocket change. Uh, I think we're waiting for Gabe. Yeah, it was a hard act to follow. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one. This is going to be this pick is just it's 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 a it's again it's it's a heartbreaking pick because I was so excited for this to come out. Oh, yeah. it's it's the issue the new issue of. Got uh, gargoyles. Oh. I I'm such a big gargoyles fan. I was so happy to see that that we're getting some more gargoyles material with the toys that were coming out and how there's this big spotlight on that franchise again. And we got a new comic. It's like sweet, and it's written by the creator. Sweet, and then it comes out, and it's like, what happened to the art in this book? This art is is is. I hate just because art's subjective and I, I can't draw anymore or anything like that myself. But I know what I like and what I don't like. And what I don't like is when all the art is just hidden and taken up by like these computer digital filters or, or, or oh, something like that. Is that what that is? Yeah. Like the background, there's no background in these books. Okay. He, he drew a moon and, and really rets, you know, quick sketch of like a skyline but then everything else here is just like a filter and like an overlay no background no background it's all overlays i mean i'm i'd rather it just be a blank uh just solid color background as opposed to this sensory overload uh kind of material here that we got going on the storytelling is not clear i can go on and on about this art but it's what just broke my heart and made mm. me just not want to read this book anymore. I was in it. I was going to go for it. I'll, I'll get the Marvel reprints when that starts, starts coming out. But this new series, I just had to drop it after the first issue. Mm. I was just completely, it's just like, it's like watching somebody like those videos of people working out at the gym and you realize, Oh, he just popped his knee out. You know, it, it's just a, a sweep of the feet on that book. It's horrible. Sweep of the feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when I used to go to my grandparents' house and they had those plastic runners on their carpet. I would turn them upside down because they were spiky on the other end. And they always walked around barefooted. So it's one of those things. <laughs> How'd you work that in? <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> like Legos. Yeah. Uh, Solecon says Catwoman by Teeny Howard is unreadable for me. It's Catwoman. I don't need it to be freaking Kingdom Come. Just good enough. Yeah, okay. Starhenge. That's not a book that I've read, so I don't know. Uh, I was lucky this year I did not buy any Marvel and DC titles. 
this I'm kind of upset that I've heard this. Some people saying this, this was a big Kickstarter book that I got and it wasn't expensive. It was Matt Kent and somebody else really good uh, co-wrote it. Uh, I was looking forward to this. Um, worse writing than ultimate X-Men. I don't, uh, he was talking about the art there. Oh. I think Ultimate X Men, like the Mark Miller Ultimate X Men. I kind of like that stuff. I haven't, I haven't read that. Maybe it's because the Omnibus just came out, so people are reading it for the first time, and it might be dated. Digital comic writing is like bad CGI movies. I find both pills hard to take. Wildcats by Rosenberg hasn't been good so far. I really wanted to work, but I might have to drop it. That's disappointing. I really want to see Wildcats characters come back. Yeah. All that Wildstorm stuff, like it Wildstorm is just a misunderstood like little imprint or, or studio. They that that studio put out some amazing stuff. Oh yeah, Kent and Lemire. Great artwork though. Hmm. Really sorry about that. Uh Starhenge, what the heck is that book? And I could not get into it. Going to avoid that. That's like the second or third person to say that book was. Yeah, eek. Okay. The final Omni best collected edition. Go for it, Jessica. I'm positive me and Lou have the same. (laughs) Uh, Best collected edition to me was The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. Uh, I love this book. Uh, it's the book um, that I submitted to Very Fine Conditions collection of videos uh, for his YouTube channel, which I appreciated being included in. Uh, the Many Deaths of Layla Star is uh, incredible. I'll just give a real brief synopsis of it. I'll go into it in further depth. Uh, at the end of January when I finally get around to the best of 2022. Um, it's it's the Hindu religion and the goddess of death is outsourced by the other gods because there's a baby on earth that's getting born that creates immortality. So death loses her job and she's furious about it. She has to go to earth to become a mortal, a mortal, she asks a last favor from one of the gods up there and gets placed in the body of the recently deceased Layla Star, close to where the baby is being born. She goes to try and kill it so she can keep her job. And it goes from there. It's the many deaths of Layla Star. So it's not giving it away that she's constantly getting killed. And spoilers. <laughs> many deaths. Like uh, Lou got jammed up for Death of Spider-Man Omnibus. Does <laughs> <laughs> die, but she keeps getting reincar- reincarnated or back to life because the god of the Hindu god of life likes her and is on Earth. Uh, and it goes through many interesting stories that connect the baby uh, as he grows. He uh, he and Layla Star keep running into each other at various points in his life. There's even a story told from the viewpoint of a cigarette that Layla Star smokes because oh. he is, since his, uh, the lips of the goddess, she still has some residual power. The lip, uh, the cigarette 
is omniscient and tells a, a very interesting story that happened in Mumbai. Uh, Ram V works in a, I said I was going to make it short. Okay. Ram <laughs> V writes a really great story, emotional, uh, tells the tale of uh, where he grew up in Mumbai, some of the incredible things that happened there, work Layla Star into it, beautifully written. It's almost poetry. It's so gorgeous gorgeously written and it's very nicely illustrated many deaths of Layla star hmm. everybody put that on your list i haven't read that before i wanted to check it out mm-hmm. it's, um uh, it's for me was that blue uh, it's in my amazon cart i've heard nothing but beautiful things about it well don't buy it yet because it's getting a deluxe next year <laughs> oh really okay yeah. Yeah. i'll wait i bought it Oh wait! Thank you, I'll thank wait. thank you for your sacrifice, Jess. Yeah, you wait for the deluxe. <laughs> uh, I'll just make it quick. It's it's full circle. Alex Ross, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be elitist and bougie about it, and I'm gonna say the slipcase edition. <laughs> <laughs> the slipcase edition because it has a slipcase and it has a print that you get inside of it. Oh, so with that on top of it being full circle, it it trumps everything else. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm, there's nothing more to say. It's full circles. Alex Ross has a print. It's a slipcase. Bougie. And Lou, are you agreeing with that? I mean, I don't. Uh, this is always a weird category for me because I don't, I don't collect physical editions. But based on everything that I've seen, yeah, I would give it to full circle. I mean, I, I can't imagine there was anything better this year for me personally than that slipcase edition <laughs> with the print. No. Actually, James brings up something that could have been a surprise for me, how good this book was, and that's Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, Volume 1, OHC, Slipcase, Glow in the Dark. Oh, Glow in the Dark, now I want it. Oh, all the stories in there are at least very good. Um, I did a review for it. There's a story by Lemmy from Motorhead and Alice Cooper, but the best <laughs> stories by Dan Brereton, huh. who... Uh, I hadn't really followed him. I know he has um, the Nocturnals omnibus. His writing of that story. Um, oh, wait, what's he do? Oh, he, he retells it as a Lord of the Rings Simpsons story. <laughs> it is so funny. It is just re- it's laugh out loud, funny, dry, perfect humor for the Simpsons. Every story in there is at least very good, and there are some super standouts in there. So I can see why James says that. That it it was a real surprise for me. I'm gonna I check that, that out. That's funny. When you read it, Jess, do you just hear the voices of the characters in your head? Yeah, even Lemmy and Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lemmy and Motor Death are both I mean Motorhead are both in the in the story. And it's really funny. And um, I feel like there's another rock star in there who wrote a good story. Or maybe I'm just thinking of Dan Brereton. But it it is, I mean, it's a beautiful book. Just gorgeous slipcase. And it's not expensive. It's like $40. Then you can get it discounted from the Bezos place. And it's it's solid. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Mentioned it earlier. The best collected edition to come out this year for me was Windsor McKay's The Complete 
effing Little Nemo by Tash and completely classic stuff in an amazing HC. This is the reason it sold out fast, but Thor by Jason Aaron Omnibus. Oh, yeah, Mark Hamill wrote a really funny story. Thanks, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I think Max is the one who sort of pushed me to get it. He read it first. Yeah, this thing is... Uh, I completely forgot about this, and I just added it to cart. That <laughs> is worthwhile. It's It can't get any nicer. It's always already one of the nicest books out there. I know. I can't wait to... I, I really want to get this one. It's pretty, yeah. It's really good. I really want to get... I'm thinking about those Nocturnals books, too, and man, because Dan Brereton wrote a heck of a good story. Uh, and this is a good time for us to tell you where the... No, not that. Uh, whoops, get rid of. Oh, fuck. It's so hard. What's going on here? Okay. Uh, collected editions. Get your collected editions at instocktrades.com, where you can get your collected editions from like 38, 42, sometimes 50, 65% off. Uh, at the end of every month, we give away a $50 gift card, instocktrades.com. And I know who the winner is, and I'm going to submit it, but it could take, if you're out there, don't worry. It's going to take a couple days after the first of the month, but it will arrive in your account. $50 or more in an order in the United States gets you free shipping. Fabulous customer service, fabulous packaging. That's in stocktrades.com. Awesome. Okay, there we go. That's it. That is this year's Omnis, right? That is the Omnis right there. Oh, Captain. That is the Ackley. final law and the truth of what was best this year. Everybody else's opinion is incorrect. That's <laughs> Just after I get done saying everybody's opinion counts. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> opinion counts. It's correct. Yeah. yeah, I know. My mouth harp is packed away. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's going to be like the last thing you pack up. Like well, toothbrush. even the mask is gone. I had to use the Spider-Man mask tonight. <laughs> I know. Everything's packed up. Ay, ay, ay. So, uh, are, are we at the end of our rope? Do we want to... I'm good. I'm out. I don't know that these guys collect toys like I do. I don't. Yeah. The Gargoyles toys. Yeah, Gabe's Big and Gargoyles toys. Best toy of the year. Uh, everything's packed away, so I don't know. I don't... No, all my... Yeah, all my figures are over at the new house. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'll I'll figure that out. I, want, I do want to do a toy show, so I'll try and figure that out. <laughs> you still hear the mouth harp in your heart? Thank you, Mr. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought Galactus was the best. <clears throat> Galactus is in a box in the back of my car, waiting to be transported over to the new place where I will set him up in secret. <laughs> Dude, I should have jumped on that on that damn Kickstarter thing. I'm surprised you didn't. It was, yeah. it was 350 bucks or whatever. Yeah. What's your point? Uh, I don't have a point. I'm just saying stupid stuff. <laughs> yes, so travels you move. Happy New Year to the panel and everyone in the chat. That's nice. Noir Wolf, see you at the after party. <laughs> uh, take care, guys. Thank you, YP. 
Spider-Man from the Renew Your Vows 2 pack with spinneret in it, right? K-Dog. Nice choice. Just opened my oh. last Ronin figure. I'm going to say mag the Maggot uh, legend I got just because it's Maggot. Oh, yeah. I feel vindicated that my favorite X-Men character everybody hates on has a toy. Hmm. Uh, okay, I will allow one more question. and Or the Phantom toy they just gave me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I could give that to you because I knew you wanted it. Man 40 asks, what books are we looking forward to in 2023? I am going to have to go to... I have no idea. Yeah, I really don't. Whatever Steve Orlando isn't writing. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Huh? Um, I don't keep up on, on like release dates. Like I don't watch Omar's. Like, here's what's coming out in 2027. Well, ComicReleases.com has everything, and I know that there's something coming out. If Phantom Stranger actually comes out, yeah, that'll be <laughs> my number one book. That's like them doing like Spectre and Jonah Hex. Where it's like, who's doing these books that nobody knows about? Phantom yeah. Stranger. I really don't know. Yeah. That happens when you sit Let's on your hand and let it fall asleep. Hard. See you next year. Happy New Year. Peace and love. I, I can't think... Uh, <laughs> only one with the correct blue spider on his back nice um i i just can't think of what books are coming out uh any harley quinn book that comes out uh uh oh um savage avengers and the black cat omnibus for marvel darkwing duck i want to see if it's good we'll mm. i hope I haven't read Gargoyles, but I hope it doesn't get the Gargoyles treatment, and I hope it's good. Uh, oh, Mr. Tex agrees with me. Savage Avengers. Want, and man wants Conan Volume 10, Wolverine Volume 3, Moon Knight Mark Spectre, Spidey 2099 on Madman Library Edition Volume 4. Right. All right. Well, peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning in. Gabe, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, hit me up, Gabe Loves 90s Comics. And Lou? Uh, Comics Guide 101 on Twitter. And Comics Guide 101 on YouTube is an archive of a bunch of old videos that I did. And you can find me, Omnidogs Vault, on YouTube and Omnidogs underscore Vault on Instagram. And I will be putting up new videos once I'm settled. But the channel is dark right now. So let's see. Uh, peace and love, peace and love. Everybody shop at instocktrades.com. And let's see, where is this thing? Here it is. Thanks for watching. We appreciate Instead of a dark dress, I thought you were meant like you were putting snuff films up there or something. No. <laughs> like nine <laughs> it means millimeter. There's no content right oh. now, Jeepers. <laughs> Please like and comment uh, and subscribe. Thank you.